welcome back, Truesiders, to our Halloween special. This is our second Halloween special. I am so excited for this. I am doing something a little bit different, and I hope you guys like it. If you like it, don't forget to write a review and rate me on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, that is okay. Go to Stitcher and do a review and a rating. I appreciate it so much. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about a true side of crime. So to prepare for this episode, I watched a movie I haven't seen in probably 15 almost 20 years, Urban Legend. Now, this movie is full of murder and urban legends because the girl kills people in the fashion of other urban legends to avenge her boyfriend who was killed through an urban legend. If you have not seen the movie, I don't know if I suggest you watch it. When I was younger and I watched it, I thought it was cool. Now it is so corny, but isn't that how it goes sometimes? So if you haven't guessed it, by my movie choice for this week, we are doing Urban Legends. I found different Urban Legends and I wanted to look into them and see if there was any truth to these stories that people have been telling for years. Are they made just to scare you? Or is there a kernel of truth behind these? My daughter actually told me about this first one and it kind of piqued my interest. So let's talk about it. This first one is called the lick hand. It's also known as humans can lick too or the doggy lick. So a young girl is left home alone for the first time ever. She's super nervous and for some reassurance of her safety she has her dog. Well she hears a news broadcast that says a killer is on the loose in the area. She locks all her doors and windows She forgets one basement window. Her dog sleeps under her bed like he always does. And she awakens in the night and she hears dripping. Well, she puts her hand down and her dog licks her hand and it kind of assures her, you know, she's safe because she wants to know what the noise is, but she is too scared to get out of bed. So she goes back to sleep and in the morning she wakes up, she goes to the bathroom to get some water She still hears that dripping. She pulls back her curtain and it is her dog cut open and it was his blood dripping into the tub. And there is in blood written on the wall says humans can lick too. Now this story is told multiple ways. Sometimes it has to where the parents come home and they find the killer. Sometimes the girl sees the killer and she runs out the house. Sometimes there's a note on her bed. Sometimes it's written on the mirror It literally is said all kind of ways. Now, this one I found absolutely zero evidence that this ever happened. But I feel like if you're at home by yourself and you hear on the news that there is a killer on the loose in your area, you probably should call your parents or whatever adult is nearby because you probably shouldn't be home by yourself if there is a murderer on the loose. Like, I don't understand that at all. But I don't know if this is even a cautionary tale for kids or is it a cautionary tale for parents to be careful about leaving your kids at home alone this next one i'm sure we all have heard it has been in more than one movie it is the killer in the back seat a woman is driving down a dark road in the middle of the night 
and her gas tank flashes E. She sees a gas station in the distance. She pulls in. The attendant comes out, starts pumping her gas, takes her card. The attendant comes out, tells her something's wrong with her card, and she knows that she has money or her credit card is fine, and she is scared because this man wants her to come into the building with him. Even though she's scared, she gets out, she walks in with him. She gets even more frightened when he locks the door. As he's doing so, he tells her, there was a man in your back seat hiding and I didn't want him to know I saw him. They call the police, the police come and arrest this man. Now the gas station attendant coming to your car is super old school. I feel like if anything, the person would probably try to get in your car at the gas station. There's also a variation to this as to a woman is driving on a dark road a car behind her keeps flashing their high beams at her and that freaks her out which that would freak the heck out of me they keep flashing their high beams eventually she gets to a point where she stops the man that was in the car behind her pulls up next to her or he cuts her off she gets out the car and he tells her that there is someone in her car in her back seat and he flashed his high beam to scare this man now, there are so many tales of this happening in cities all over the country, but there's literally only one time that I even saw something like this happening in all my research, and it wasn't even the same type of deal, honest. It was actually, it was actually in 1964 in New York City, a murderer escaped and hid in the backseat of a car. Well, he hid in the backseat of the wrong damn car because the car he hid in the backseat of was the car of a cop and the cop shot his ass, period. He shot him. And that is so different than the story that we're told, right? What is this a cautionary tale of? To be careful, to look around us? Or some big man is going to kill you from behind because generally this attacker has a knife. It's never a gun. It's always some kind of knife, a hatchet, in urban legend, he had an axe. In House of a Thousand Corpses, he had a knife. It is just crazy that there are so many cautionary tales. And it's being told over and over like it's real life. And I could not find one case of this happening to a woman. Now, it could have happened and then nobody knows about it because she's just found murdered in her car. That is always a possibility. But there is no proof from where this came from. This started circulating in the 1960s in columns because apparently columnists and newspapers just decided they wanted to write a lot of crazy things that were not true. Do you or someone close to you have a love for Native American art, American culture, and history? If so, you will love Wild Gallery. This gallery started as a brick and mortar, a retirement plan for the owner, Ray Donnelly, until COVID hit. And like many other small businesses, he was forced to close his doors. He has taken his beautiful pieces from on the walls of the art gallery to online. So now you can see and purchase these amazing pieces of art online. And I mean, there are all kinds of art. There are some very, what I would consider classic pieces and some very amazing pieces that are clearly inspired by comic books. There are pieces for everyone's budget. They make amazing birthday, Christmas, or even housewarming gifts. So if someone close to you loves and respects Native American culture, I suggest you check out this gallery. Go check out www.yld.gallery. The link will also be in my show notes.
Now, the next one is literally the creepiest ghost story I have ever heard. If you go down to San Antonio, Texas, not far from the San Juan Mission, there's a railroad intersection. And if you park on the railroad track, sprinkle powder on your trunk, and put your car in neutral, there are ghost children that will push your car uphill off the railroad tracks and out of the way of a coming train. The little fingerprints will be seen in the powder on your trunk. The children are said to be the children who died in a train wreck years earlier. I can't find exactly what year it was, but 1930s or 40s. The reports differ, but the story is a bus full of children stalled out on the railroad tracks right there. And despite the efforts of the bus driver, he could not get the bus moving. A train that was coming across one of the tracks didn't see the bus until it was too late for it to stop. It honked his horn, it pulled his brake, but there was nothing it could do. And it smashed into that school bus and killed all the kids. The only survivor was the bus driver. Now, some reports say that the bus driver was suicidal. Other reports say that the bus just stalled out. No matter what report you find, this is not real. Now, we all like a creepy ghost story, but no one really wants to know how they're going to die. At least I don't. But if you go to the 100 Steps Cemetery in Brazil, Indiana, at midnight, a ghostly apparition of the very first caretaker will show you exactly how you're going to die. This cemetery is said to be the most haunted in the state. The cemetery is at the top of a hill that you have to take a hundred steps up to, hence the name Hundred Steps. The cemetery was first created about the time of the Civil War. I couldn't find an actual year. The cemetery is said to be haunted by different spirits, but the most well-known spirit is the one of the initial caretaker of the cemetery. And if you go to the cemetery at midnight and you start ascending up those hundred stairs, you count each stair as you go. One, two, three, four, five, all the way to the top. And there will be a hundred on your way up. The ghostly apparition will show you your death and you count your stairs as you go back down. One, two, three, four, five. And if you have the same amount of stairs, that is not how you die. If the stairs are not the same number, you will die in the way that the caretaker... Now, I can't find if this is the same caretaker. This is another spirit altogether. Either way, do not try to cheat it. Now, I have seen so many ghost hunter videos going to the 100 Steps Cemetery. Some during the day, some at night, some trying to contact spirits, some trying to see if they can see their own death. I have not been able to prove that this is haunted. Do the spirits not want it on camera? Or is this just another urban legend? Something that was told to scare kids off? Or teenagers who want to walk through cemeteries at night? I don't know, but I will tell you, I am never going to Brazil, Indiana. You will never catch me in a hundred step cemetery, ever. I appreciate you listening to my Halloween special. Please, if you enjoy what you hear and you like to support the show, go to buy me a coffee and buy me a coffee. As I always say, this podcast is powered by coffee because of the late nights and the early mornings that I keep.
I know this year has been crazy. Have an amazingly spooky Halloween. As always, continue to be the amazing people you always are. And please, don't get murdered.